Welcome to Blakey Psychotherapy. We're glad you're here. Thinking about therapy and talking to a therapist requires courage. You've taken the first step. One of the concepts in Buddhism is that everything changes, nothing stays the same. While I have found this to be true, change can come in different ways. Sometimes it's foisted upon us, sometimes we're the initiators. The focus of today's podcast is on changes that we put in place, specifically mindset and process, the stages of change, that make self-directed change possible. I want to introduce you to Phil. Phil is 60 and has lived through a difficult five years. His trouble started when the manufacturing company he had worked for since high school shut down and he was unable to find a comparable job. Phil, already somewhat of a curmudgeon, became more so as he chose to spend endless hours at home. His wife, Joanne, working long hours, left Phil at home most of the day. While he wouldn't admit it, Phil missed his job and work friends. However, he didn't feel like getting in touch. It was too much effort. Phil spent most of his days feeling angry, sad, lonely, and incredibly bored. Joanne suggested he could take over some of the household responsibilities, which would make her life easier. But Phil believed that if he ha- that he hadn't cooked dinner before, so why should he start now? Instead, Phil spent hours of his time on the internet watching episodes of his favorite 1970s TV shows or napping on the couch. Due to his inactive lifestyle, Phil gained a lot of weight. The more weight he gained, the less active he became. Eventually, Phil decided he didn't care if he worked outside the home again and fell into a rut. The second blow came two years later. Joanne, frustrated with Phil's behavior and tired of working long hours with little household or emotional support, decided to leave the relationship. Phil was surprised as he didn't think there was a problem. He believed that Joanne wasn't really going to leave, that she was just mad because he wasn't helping out around the house. Today, three years later, they're divorced and Phil is living in a small apartment. His lifestyle hasn't changed. If anything, he's moved from being a curmudgeon to being bitter. According to the stages of change theory, there are five steps that we move through to make successful and lasting changes. Pre-contemplative, contemplative, preparation, action, and maintenance. Using Phil as our example, it's clear that he is in the pre-contemplative stage. While Phil is feeling bitter, chances are that he doesn't want to change. In fact, he may not even realize that he has a problem. Phil has continued his lifestyle because on some level he believes it's working for him. So let's go back to Phil. One day Phil returns from the store to discover that the elevator in his building isn't working. That's never happened before. As his apartment is on the third floor, Phil decides to take the stairs. By the time he reaches the top of the first flight, he decided to leave his shopping bag in the stairwell because it was too heavy to carry. Walking up the second flight, he decides to stop halfway to catch his breath. Anyone watching would have seen Phil crawling up the third flight on his hands and knees, breathless, face red, and covered in sweat. Reaching his apartment, Phil is scared. What happened to him? What if his unit was on the fourth or the top floor? He wouldn't have made it. For the first time, 
Phil wondered if something might be wrong. Phil has entered the contemplative stage. People in the contemplative stage have started to understand that there's a problem and maybe they need to do something. This is the pro versus con stage. Phil may be thinking, I'm out of shape. What if the elevator breaks again? What will I do to get back in shape? To get back in shape, I may have to give up my daily bag of chips, but if I don't, I may die in the hallway. During this stage, no action is taken, but things are bubbling below the surface. This stage can last a long time because we overestimate the benefits of staying where we are and think that change will require too much effort. So eventually, the level of fear that Phil experienced that day decreases. Once the elevator starts working, he's able to get his bag of chips from the stairs. He doesn't have to change his behavior, but each time he reaches for the salty snack, he remembers sitting on the flight of stairs, unable to move. Phil started to become aware that sometimes he found it hard to get up from the couch and was out of breath if he stood for too long. Putting on his pants, he notices that his belt's on the last hole, and how did that happen? Perhaps it was time to do something. Phil has reached the preparation stage. During this stage, a person wanting to change is moving forward to outward behavior. Not only do they want to make a change, they are coming up with a plan. For Phil, this meant using the internet to find ways to get back in shape. He searched for blogs written by older men who were doing what he was thinking of. He figured out that he would need to lose some weight, so he started researching a healthy weight for someone his age. Realizing that he'd need to move to a healthier diet, Phil called a skinny friend to find out what he ate. He decided to buy one of those gadgets that would tell him how many steps he'd taken. After all of his research, Phil came up with a plan. He decided for two weeks he would cut back to one bag of chips a week, walk 1,500 steps a day around his apartment, and add a daily salad to his diet. Phil decided that he would start his plan on June 1st. Phil was on his way to the active phase. A person is deciding to change their behavior, making the change. This is the exciting stage because it becomes clear that something's happening. The person is committed to the change and has started to reap the benefits of their first actions. A positive feedback loop gets created. A behavior change is made. A benefit is noted. Motivation to continue is created. Unfortunately, this is also a dangerous time in the change process. In the honeymoon phase of action, people can sometimes underestimate the amount of effort it takes to continue new behaviors over the long haul. It's important to note that a change hasn't been accomplished until you can maintain it. So, June 1st, Phil's all ready to go. He has his gadget and a week's worth of salad greens ready in the fridge. Seven servings of potato chips have been packaged for his daily treat. At the beginning, 1,500 steps felt like running a marathon. His daily bag of chips seemed to grow smaller as the, day, as the days went by, and he decided that salad wasn't exactly his favorite food. However, by reading blogs from others who were also working to improve their health, Phil was able to stick to his plan for the first week. Second week wasn't as difficult, and one day he noted that he'd walked 2,000 steps without really trying. Near the end of that week, Phil decided he wanted to create a new plan for the next two weeks. He repeated this process, and after six months, Phil's fitness level had improved. He'd lost some weight and spent more time out of his apartment. His mood had improved. All was going well until, well, relapse. 
One day, Phil woke up and he didn't feel like doing his walk through the neighborhood. He hadn't slept well the night before and was in a bad mood. This had happened before and he'd been able to move past it. Today, something was different. As he lay in bed, he thought about all he'd accomplished over the last six months, and he felt tired. It suddenly occurred to him that if he wanted to keep in shape, this was a lifelong project. As a wave of overwhelm flooded over him, he decided to take the day off. No salad for me today. No walk, and I'm going to treat myself to two portions of chips. Phil felt better immediately and enjoyed his day off. Sadly, as often happens, one day turned into a week, then two, then before he knew it, Phil had slid back into some of his old habits. It was only having to move to a bigger belt hole that shocked Phil back into reality. Relapse is very common when we're working to make a change. Once we realize that we need to keep working in order to make the change permanent, or we have become overconfident that the change already is permanent and we don't have to be aware of our behavior anymore, we run risk of losing ground. However, all's not lost. There is the maintenance stage. The purpose of the maintenance stage is to avoid relapse and to consolidate the benefits that started to pile up during the action stage. It is during this stage, based on what we have learned in the action stage and any relapses, we discover the minor tweaks we need to make to the plan in order to remain successful in our new lifestyle. It is during this maintenance stage that we learn to be gentle with ourselves. As Phil discovers during his relapse, he realized that getting back to his routine wasn't as difficult as he thought. He wasn't starting from the beginning again because he'd already had a plan and skills that he'd developed through the previous stages. Phil realized that it was unreasonable for him to be so strict with himself about his behavior. He wanted to think about ways that he could keep improving his fitness level and his lifestyle changes while still taking the occasional break. Over time, Phil stopped seeing his relapse as a failure and instead as a learning opportunity. Today, I've told Phil's story relating his desire to change his behaviors in order to improve his health. His change process can be used for any change that you would like to make. This particular theory is often used to help people overcome substance and alcohol addiction. As well, you can determine where you are in the change process and have a roadmap of where to go from there. If you need any help working on your change stages or being able to move forward, please get in touch. I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening. The Blakey Psychotherapy Podcast is produced and recorded by Anita Woodard from Woodard Administration. Please subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. For more information or to connect, our website is www.loriblakey.com. Thank you and take care of your mental health.